everybody. Welcome back to Gone Outdoors Radio. You're listening to Kello News Talk and KWSN in Sioux Falls or KFGO Radio, or you could be listening on podcasts off of many different options to get that. No matter how you are listening to us, welcome. We're glad you are here. This is our fourth and final segment of today's show, and uh, we don't get this guy on the radio on the call. I don't understand why we don't. He is a wealth of knowledge, especially in our area, because he hails from the Detroit Lakes region, and he is a total fishhead. And a great guy, too. Oh, yeah, and a very great guy. Um, talking to Tony Mariotti. Tony, how's it going today? Oh, it's great. It is wonderful, and uh, yeah, had a great Christmas and just coming off, and now I'm ready to start focusing on uh, doing one of my favorite things, and that's getting ready for the ice. You know, and that's the same with us. I think your schedule is similar to ours, where December is where a lot of people are getting out early ice on a normal year. They're getting out doing some fishing. You know, we're at ice shows, you're at ice shows, and then we get into Christmas, and we got a lot of family stuff we got to do because we've been at ice shows for the month prior to that. And now January is really when we really start getting out ice fishing. And it seems like the entire world is going to be that way too this year, um, where a lot of people are just getting out for that first time because we're going to finally start making some good ice the way it looks. That's what it's looking, and I'm actually really looking forward to it. You know, right now uh, it's a great time to get your gear ready, make sure everything is set. And like I said, it's kind of shaping up to be a typical year for me because uh, I don't typically get on the ice a whole heck of a lot before, uh, you know, the first couple weeks in January. You know, I think that when when we got all this rain and freezing rain here this last weekend over Christmas, a lot of people thought, oh, man, this is really bad for the ice. But for me, uh, I really feel that we really dodged a bullet. I mean, that was probably one of the best things that could have happened to us because if that would have been snow, if we would have had yep. two, three, four inches ice on the lakes and we got all of that in snow, it would have hosed up our lakes for the entire winter. But now we get to yep, start I, fresh. We get to get a good sheet of ice on them. For sure. You know, I, I, I heard somebody say that with the 2.4 inches of rain we had here in Detroit Lakes over the last couple of days, that would have equaled over 20 inches of snow. Even on these lakes that were sitting okay with 7, 8 inches and looked like things were going to start shaping up, uh, that would have wrecked them. And so I think right now, as long as the snow can hold off, we only need a, you know, four or five nights in that below zero temp and we're going to actually set up some of the best ice that we've probably had in a few years. I agree. So Tony, a lot of people like to get out in December, that early ice stage and start chasing fish around. So that come January, they kind of got a feel as to what these fish are doing, but a lot of people haven't been out. So when they get out here that first week of January, second week of January for the first time for the year, where are they going to go? What are they going to look for? Because it's not early ice anymore. You know, in some cases, I think it will be a little bit more predictable, like early ice, um, just because we've kind of had a, a prolonged early ice. Uh, however, I do think that, you know, typically come beginning of January, mid-January, we start to see those crappies start pushing out from the weeds and move over a lot of the deeper basins. And right now, with no ice or very little ice, no snow, the light is able to penetrate into these lakes, and so the weeds are staying super healthy. And I think what you're going to see is there's going to be a lot of fish relating to the weeds. 
even into January, maybe even even to the end of January, especially for these panfish bites. You know, the walleyes, you might have to move out towards a little bit deeper water, maybe that that first or even the second break line. Uh, It's just going to be, you know, usually we can follow them from early ice right out to that first break and and see as the progression continues. And this year, because we haven't been able to to stay on the fish actively, I'm going to be starting off, you know, at those areas just adjacent to shallow moving water where I know that those fish were right before we had the first ice up. And they might have now slid off to that first break, but they're going to be somewhere between that that shallow moving water and that first break. So that's where you'll find me, and I'm going to be concentrating my efforts in the weeds because these weeds are healthy. Uh, they're, they're looking great right now. What's your anticipation, Tony, when you're talking about this uh, location of fish? Do you Do you kind of foresee that if you can find fish wherever they might be, you're going to find a lot of them or, or maybe the opposite. Do you think they'll be a little more spread out? I, I think they're going to be a little bit more spread out. You know, typically I see when those fish make that migration to the deeper basins or even the secondary basins in, in, a, in a lake that's known for a weed bite, it seems like a lot of fish push out that way. Right now what I'm seeing is these stands of weeds, you know, you might have a cabbage bed that's 150, 200 yards long. And, in, you know, in a typical year, as those weeds die off, maybe the fish become a little bit more congregated in areas that, that have the, the healthiest weeds, and, and that's what's attracting the bait fish and things like that. Right now, I think you're going to be competing more like summer, where you've got, you know, these fish are going to be running traffic up and down this up and down this beautiful weed bed, and it could be really, they could be anywhere in there. So, you know, start off with your 8, 10, 12 holes, get some, get some fishing in, and, and you know, just kind of run traffic. See if those fish are, are moving up and down those weed beds. And I think that's that's what we're going to have to do to get successful. And then, you know, once you kind of get dialed uh, that, hey, there's a lot of fish moving through this area, that's a great time to set up shop on them and, uh, you know, whack away for an afternoon. You know, and I, I think if we can catch fish in those weeds or on those weed edges, I think it actually makes it a lot better for everybody um, because, A, the fish are a little bit less spooky of, of hole drilling and moving around and all that because that cover gives them that sense of security as opposed to being out in the basin. And when, when you're out chasing crappies in that basin, you know, those crappies are so susceptible to uh, feral trauma that if we can catch those fish up shallower, um, I think it's really, really much better for everybody. Tony, you're kind of all over the place. Where can people see some of your work? Cause you're always doing interviews like this. Uh, you're doing TV shows. Where can people find you? You know, I'm I'm I use Facebook. I try to use Instagram, and my my 15 year old daughter says I don't do that right. So I'm on <laughs> Facebook. Uh, you know, I, I am active with the Jason Mitchell Outdoors podcast page uh, as well as Jason Mitchell Outdoors. I know um, several podcasts in the area. The the Midwest Angler. We just did an episode with them. Uh, just kind of talking about uh, the things that are are you know, we're looking forward to in the upcoming season and, uh, you know, don't ever hesitate to reach out if somebody has a question. I'm, I'm more than happy to give you the latest info and, uh, you know, it's all about sharing our knowledge and sharing, you know, the passion for the outdoors. There's a reason why all these people are talking to Tony about fish and stuff, because he is, like I said earlier, very, very good. And he's one of our local boys and we're proud of it. Thanks for coming on God Outdoors, sir. We appreciate it. Great. Thanks for having me, guys, and you have a great weekend. Special thanks to our Gone Outdoors show sponsors, Race Sport Marine, Adventure RV, Lakeland General Store in Denville, Minnesota, Devil's Lake Tourism, Linex of Fargo, Ion Ice Fishing, and the Ion Alpha Ice Auger, 
Hot Hole Ice Hole Maintainer and Eliminator. Hotholeice.com. Thank you for tuning in to Gone Outdoors. Follow along when you hit the ice or the woods with Gone Outdoor Podcast at kfgo.com, kwsn.com, kelo.com, Apple Podcasts, or on Spotify. Visit us at breweragreoutdoors.com and follow us on social media. Until next week, from Scotty and Kyle, we will be gone outdoors.